Hello and welcome to another episode of Mortgage Video Mastermind, where we bring you professionals who share insight into the latest trends, tips, industry, technology, and services to help you create more videos to use in your mortgage business. On Romper Room, what was her name? I, I was just, I was just, that was just going through my head. I see Susie. <laughs> Oh my God! That's exactly what was going on through Miss, my head. Yeah, it, it, and her name was Miss June, right? Oh, what did June? I don't remember. I, don't I didn't remember. remember it was wrong. As, as opposed to that calendar, Miss June. This is a different. <laughs> a different Miss June. No. I a different see Miss June. Susie and I see, yeah. yeah, a little creepy on that side. That was uh, before all of our virtual stuff. Whatever so. happened? To okay. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome. You're jumping in a mid-conversation here. We want to welcome you to another episode of Mortgage Video Mastermind, where we talk about all things video, things you should be doing, things you want to be doing, and uh, and things to help you do uh, things about videos. So uh, today I've got Scott Sheng with me, and Carl White has joined us. So we're so happy from to a secret location in a bunker somewhere in Florida. <laughs> Well, it must not be a very tight bunker because the door's open a little bit. The door is open a little bit. So, uh, that's to go into the next level of... Of, of, of the bunker? Of, that's if things really get hairy. Yeah. Okay. So um, so we're impromptu today as um, we often are, but that doesn't mean that we're lacking as far as information. And so... Some of the things we want to talk about and type in the chat box, type into the um, comment box on Facebook because we are streaming on Facebook as well. What are some of the challenges that you're facing right now? You know, I'm um, talking, I actually had a conversation with a client who's been in the industry for a long time, Freedom Club member, and uh, she uh, had sent me a message over the weekend and said, I just need to chat. Um, I'm just feeling kind of lost. I'm not sure where to start. Um, she had, you know, recently made a, a change in companies, um, and she was just feeling this kind of almost panic. And I, I'm sensing that from some people who maybe have gone through what we did in 2008, seeing, you know, things. And and so, you know, what I want to really focus on, and Carl, you're so good at this and what you do with the Mortgage Marketing Animals and Freedom Club, and I actually just did a video that I'm dropping next week that talked about this is exactly the time that you need to number one, hire a coach. Um, number two, you know, get around people that are positive and have those positive, you know, conversations, control what's going on in your mind, right? And then also look at the activities you need to do to, you know, continue to promote yourself, to move the, the needle. And, and I think it goes into, Carl, what you suggested conversation today is talking about ice. Um, yeah, ice, ice, baby. Right? <laughs> so, so I'm getting ready to, uh, I'm getting ready to head to, uh, where am I going? It's not Albuquerque. I can't remember the, I can't remember where I'm getting ready to go. Anyway, I'm getting ready to go speak. Uh, I think it's in New Mexico, but it's not Albuquerque. Tucson. I'm getting ready to go to Tucson, Tucson, Arizona. So I'm getting ready to go to Tucson and just trying to put together something, uh, you know, that'll be impactful. And I, I think, you know, we get in times like this, we go, okay, I have to do something different than last year because things are different, right? That's, 
It's all about, look, the people that are successful in the business are chameleons, right? You change when things change. And if they put you on blue, turn blue, put you on red, turn red, and they put you on plaid, you better, better learn how to turn plaid. Mm-hmm. And so, it, but in doing that, you know, we hear all these different good ideas that sound like good ideas uh, to do. And I know myself included, sometimes I look at all these things and I hang out with real smart people. And it's not that there's, I mean, I guess there is good and bad things to do, but, you know, sometimes, you know, I like hanging out with someone like Scott I and mean, Scott's got a lot of great ideas, you know, and he's got like decades, literally of ideas that he's learned over the years. So if I say, Hey, Scott, what should I do? He doesn't have one thing, you know, he's got a, he's got a list of things, right. And, and it's all good stuff. So how do I decide which one for me to do? And so I've got this little formula that I call ice. <clears throat> and so if you're sitting somewhere where you can write something down, you write this spell out ice, I-C-E with one letter above the other, right? So you're writing, writing it vertically. And so the first, uh, the first letter is for ice is impact, impact. And the question on that one is that um, once I have this project completed, what impact will this have in my business? And for me, impact means income. Like how many, how many families am I going to help? How much, uh, how many loans am I closed when I, when I do this specific thing? And so that's impact. And I'm going to, by the way, on impact, I'm going to grade it on a scale of one to 10. So one would have virtually no impact, i.e. changing the color of my logo, right? No impact, right? And 10 would be huge impact. People are beating down the door wanting to do business with me, right? So what impact is it going to have? And, and, and what's critical on this stuff is to take our emotions out of it. Like, you know, what is, what is, what is the impact? All right. The next one's real important too. The next one, the C is confidence, confidence. So how confident am I that I'm going to see the results mentioned in the impact statement? So how confident am I of the I, of ICE? So in my case, you know, again, I'd look at either you, Ginger, or Scott, or both of you, and I'd go, well, Ginger's doing it, and she's getting good results. Scott's doing it. He's getting good results. If I do it the way they do it, the way she, he tells me to, I'll get good results too. You know, whereas it might be something like, you know, I've been wondering what would happen if I insert in thing. Well, now I don't know. Or let's say I just go to some random Facebook group. You know, it might be Pajama Boy, you know, that had never done anything and he's giving me all this information. Maybe it's real, maybe it's not. Even though it sounds good, I'm a little less confident of it because I don't know the person that did it. Or if I see somebody says, well, I got 346 loans. Could I see that sometimes? And you go look up their production in the softwares and okay, well, they didn't, right? And so if Ginger tells me something, man, you take it to the bank. You know, if Scott tells me something, dude's a man of integrity. So I'd be extremely confident that I would get the same results because I know you guys and I, you're showing me exactly how to do it. If I do content the same way Scott does it, I'm going to get Scott's results, right? There's nothing, Scott's an awesome guy and he knows how I mean this, nothing special about Scott or Ginger or Carl, right? If, Not at all. If we all pick up a calculator and hit two times two and then hit the equals, 100% of us are going to get four, mm-hmm. right? That's just how it works, right? <clears throat> the last one, is um, is the 
uh, is the E, which is how easy is this? How as easy as this is going to be, right? Mm-hmm. Now I have to be careful. This is kind of a part we have to be careful of. I can't have uh, like Scott. We're picking on you here a little bit, so I'll pick on you a little bit more. Let's say Scott finds it easy. Hey, let's just be honest. Or, or same thing with you, Ginger. You find something easy, right? You guys have different talents than I do, right? Not not better, not worse, not smarter, not dumber. Different. Just different. Yeah, yeah, different. You have different talents. And Ginger, you might be able to spell like nobody else. It's not my strong point. Scott, you may be able to do mathematics like Einstein may or may not be my strong point, right? And so when you think, hey, this is going to be easy, I look at it and go, well, maybe it's easy for you because you've got a different talent set. Would it be easy for me? And I'm not dumb. I'm not stupid. Just do I have the same talents? And if I go, well, it wouldn't be easy for me. A little secret weapon is, is there anybody I know that I could either hire for this one job or that I have somebody already on my team that it's easy for them? So, Ginger, you're the queen of video editing and making these making our videos look good for, you know, uh, for you've done this uh, myself as a service and you've done it for, you know, a lot of our Freedom Club members as a service. You find that easy. So I would put that project as a 10 on easy, which is very easy, because even though I don't have the ability to do that, right, I don't know how to use the software and the, the time I would spend and the effort I would do on doing that. If I use that same time and effort, you know, on coffee appointments per se, or calling my past database, I'd have more results, but yet I want to do this activity. So if Ginger does it for me, right, or or Scott does it for me, or Bob does it for me, or Susan in the office does it for me, and and they don't have to learn how to do it, they already know how to do it, then on a scale of one to 10, with one being very difficult, 10 being incredibly easy, when I hand something off to you, Ginger, I'm just being honest, it's a 10. (laughs) <laughs> right. I, I, I go, hey, Ginger, can you do this? Uh, do you have the, you have the bandwidth right now? And you go, yeah, I, I can do that. Yeah. We agree upon a price, you know, and I go, awesome. I email it to you. <laughs> it comes back a couple of days later. That was easy. Right. And so we have to make sure that it's easy. And for me, on the I scale, everything has to be an eight or higher. Can't act like if I got a 10, 10, 7, not going to do it. Right. I'm not going to do it. So it has to be an eight or higher, eight or higher, eight or higher. So it's not most, it's not a total score of eight times three. It's not a total score of, 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 of 24. Like it, it, each one has to be because, because if it's easy and I'm confident, but the impact is a three, doesn't matter if it's easy. Doesn't matter how sure I am, it's not going to impact anything. And so you want to focus on the things that impact. And and frankly, you know, the stuff that you guys work on is highly impactful. Content, highly impactful. You get that one to many approach, right? It's mm-hmm. it probably doesn't get more impactful, you know, than than doing content. Same thing with video. I mean, you know, God knows it put me on the map, and that's not an easy thing to do with this face. And, you know, I stutter and I don't say things just right. And sometimes I ramble on like I'm doing right now. And you know, but but following the right people and doing it how they tell me to, it's been incredibly impactful. It's been, I'm certain that I would have the results because I had friends doing video before me and they were getting results. And then when we hand it off to you, Ginger, it's pretty darn easy, right? So so I love the ice thing. I think that's a, it's a really cool thing. What do I work on now? And it just takes brutal honesty because I could say, well, it should be easy, right? There is no shooting on ourselves on this stuff, right? We don't shoot on ourselves. 
So it's, it, it, it is what it is, and that's okay. If this one doesn't rank as a eight or higher, eight or higher, eight or higher, that's okay. It's okay. Find something else that does, right? And, there, and there's plenty of things to work on. And then I grab one thing, and I do that one thing to completion. Mm-hmm. And then and once I have that- that's the key. Yeah. Because so many times people get started in something, and they mm-hmm. don't finish it. And so now is the time- to whatever you're going to get started, have an entire plan in place yeah. to to finish it. So I love that you say that, Carl. Don't bring it yeah. halfway there. Bring yeah. it all the way through and then repeat it and do mm-hmm. it again. Because so many yeah. times, and we have this conversation all the time, it's like, you know, I used to do that and it worked pretty well. Why did I stop doing that? Because it worked well. Work. I got busy yeah. and then I didn't have time and to do it I anymore. And I didn't it. hand it off to... Scott on my content to do it for me, you know, frankly, which right. by the way, it takes great confidence as a, as a real man. And it's called pink camo adventures. So it's, uh, Oh, that's the one nothing, in Arizona, isn't it? Uh, actually it's uh, my Diane, uh, in my office. Uh, she has a side hustle as they call oh. it, where she takes ladies out in the wilderness to learn how to start fires and camp and things like that. So, Oh, that's awesome. She gave me, she gave me this cup. So I do a shameless plug uh, all day. day <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to do a mortgage pink camo adventures with Diane. I need to talk to her about, let me that. tell you something. If, 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 if you dropped me off in the woods and said, you can take one person with you. And I don't mean this in an uncool way to my sister. It would 100% be Diane cause uh, she's like, she's like the female version of McIver. You give her a bubble gum and a toothpick and you're going to have a blazing fire with a with a with a full grown pig on the spit, right? It's just going to happen. So uh. I never knew that about it. I mean, I know she's great on putting things together and systems and things like that, but I didn't yeah. know about the surviving. She's, oh, she's she's tomboy in and out, no question I about it. I love that. Oh my gosh! I anyway, I totally need. And again, goes back to that whole. You know what? She needs to do a video. We need to do a video series of that. And she finds that part easy. Yep. Right. So if you said, hey, Carl, you need to start a fire with a toothpick and bubble gum. I hand it off to Diane. It's easy. Yeah. But it's easy rather than spending five days trying to figure out how to do it on my own, you know, yeah. which, and, and likely still not doing it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Anyway. You know, and, and so this is I'm going to take us off down a rabbit hole uh, because I think right now is an opportunity for people to think outside the box in terms of what they're doing for marketing. And so, and, and I have a lot of conversations with clients about branding and marketing and, and all that kind of stuff. So I, I, I see something like what Diane's doing and it's like, okay, first of all, I love the brand that she has around at Pink Camel because it is a standout, right? So think about that and what you're doing and then applying it in with the whole ice, you know, how much of an impact is it? How much, how much of an impact can you make it Mm -hmm. to stand out? So don't be afraid to try things a little bit different and especially on that, how much of an impact it can make, right? The other thing I would do is look to other businesses, companies that are doing things that you can insert yourself in. So what I would do is I would contact Diane and I would say, hey, I have a a group of realtors that I want to take on one of your adventures. And I would bring along a videotape and we would videotape it about 
surviving in the woods. And I would have during that, you know, conversation, they'd build a campfire. I would do a video around that. And I would have a conversation about the market today kind of seems like you're left out in the woods, right? Mm. So you're out in the woods. You don't really know what to do. But if you have a guide with you, like Diane, who can show mm. you how to what? Light a fire, find the right wood, make sure it's not wet, make sure it's dry, have the kindling, you know, do all those kind of things, then it makes it easier. So two things that are going to happen, I would promote the heck out of her business and what she can do because she's going to share that video. All those realtors are going to share that video, right? So you've just inserted yourself into an opportunity to make a standout video that can have an impact and then hand it off to someone, you know, like us who can create it and produce it and do those kind of things. And we lost Carl right at this moment. I was going to say, is he just really happy about this conversation or did we, did we freeze him? We froze him. He is, He's is, basking in our adoration of Diane. He's like, it's about time somebody learns how great she is. I know. But I mean, that's the kind of thing. It's like, don't be afraid to do things a little bit different right now. Yeah. He, yeah. I think he'll hop back on. Yeah, but, he'll hop um, back on. I had no idea about that with Diane. There he is. We lost you for a moment. It's like, oh no, Carl froze. Oh, you're on mute. We can't hear. I, I there you go. Apparently, the secret headquarters is under attack. I so, know. Uh, it's like, <sighs> yeah, lost so internet. So found out back. the location, and you had to beam to someplace else real quick. That, no, no. Yeah. So anyway, so I don't know how much of that you caught. Um, I, I, caught, I was only off for just a couple seconds, so I yeah. But I mean, those are the kind of things. And if you don't have a Diane, you know, find something that is a standout. But I I am right now totally about finding how much you can leverage everything you're doing to be able to get into other people's lists, to be able to promote them. You know, I, I had a, one of the best piece of advice I ever got was a guy, uh, Dan Kennedy. Uh, Scott, do you remember Dan Kennedy? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So just a, an absolute business genius. Yep. Uh -huh. And um I can't remember how or why, but somehow I ended up talking with the guy and he was like the godfather of marketing, okay. uh, probably for 30 years or so, probably yeah. going back about 10 years. Yeah. But uh, he said, Carl, let me tell you how to do this, buddy. He said, don't try to create a parade. Find a parade mm -hmm. and then find a cool way to get in front of that parade. Yeah. Right. So it, which is essence. And mm -hmm. instead of instead of trying to sell balloons out of your front yard. Oh, I don't know. Let's take those balloons to Disney and let's try selling them there. Yeah. And uh, man, that was some, that was some good advice. And so and bring uh, as many people along on that parade as you can. Yeah. And promote them and make it a part. You know, when I um, first got started working for Dale Carnegie training, they didn't even have a job. And the guy I went in and just asked for a complimentary interview. And he's like, yeah, we're not hiring. I'm like, who's doing your, you know, training for the tech and, tech is big in Oregon. He's like, well, we don't have anyone. And I'm like, well, why don't you create a position? Mm. So anyway, so he ended up creating a position and hiring me. And so now I needed to put my money where my mouth was. So the first workshop I ever did, I went to the local chamber that was ingrained in this uh, tech area. And I said, hey, how about if I do a, a, a you know free workshop for your members? on overcoming the fear of public speaking because that's like the number one fear that everybody had. It used to be public speaking, now it's video. Um, and I said, I'll do a free workshop for you and you can promote it out to you know all of your members. And so they said, yeah, we'd love that. And so I said, great. 
I said, and I'll find a location for you. So then I went to the local Hilton and I said, hey, do you know what? The chamber has asked me to come in and to do a session, a workshop on overcoming the fear of public speaking. And they're going to invite all their members, which is all the high tech people who would love to come and see your hotel and maybe have events there and have their people come and stay there. Will you host and give us a place to host? And by the way, your salespeople can come and speak. Um, at the end of the event. And they said, yeah, we'll give you a spot. So I got a location for free. Then I went to the the radio station. I went to the newspaper, did the same thing and said, hey, the chamber has asked me to come in and do this. You know, will you get us, can I, we get onto your radio show? Can we get on? And I used all the local um, area, you know, resources and I paid absolutely nothing. This is the very first workshop that I did. Paid nothing. They promoted it to all of their list. I let them all stand up and talk at the end of it. So they all got business afterwards as well. And I filled my very first course out of that, from which I got the president for the Oregon Graduate Institute, who went through our course and then ended up speaking before um, Congress and getting a bill passed. And then he brought us into all of his curriculum at the Oregon Graduate Institute. So just from that one thing that I did and getting in front of somebody else's parade, um, I launched all of my business going from zero to having a huge influence. So those are the kind of things to look at, to talk to your local chambers, to go and meet with uh, your real estate associations and let them know, hey, you know what? Consumers have concerns about this. And, you know, I know you want to bring them the information. How about if I share that information for you? And so being that resource right now, instead of hiding from it, but being able to be that resource, I think is so important. And, you know, uh, that really, um, you, you know what that all boils down to, because I can, I can, because I even heard it myself just say it now. It's like, yeah, but what if I get in front of those people and you know, I don't know what to say, or what if everybody says no, or what if, what if, what if, and all that self-doubt. I, I heard myself yeah. literally just as you was describing that, I started throwing those what ifs in my own head conversation. And then I kind of gave myself a little slap in the face in it, uh, not on camera. Uh, and, uh, and I told myself, self, risk looking stupid, risk looking mm -hmm. stupid. And you gotta, you know, you gotta, First of all, nobody's going to think you're stupid, right? That's just, no. that's all talking our head. Cause I know when I see people, Hey, look, so, some things don't work out so well, yeah. but you know, nobody ever sits there. Like I was watching, uh, I was watching, uh, I think it was American Idol or the voice. One of those uh, here a couple of days ago and uh, sure as the world, the dude forgot his words. Right. And uh, nobody's sitting there laughing at him. Everybody, me and Marie included as we're watching going, Oh man, yeah, I've been there, you know, and you felt this empathy and go, yep. gosh, I hope he makes it anyway, mm -hmm. you know? And, uh, and so people, when things don't go so well, people feel empathy for that person. It, it can actually go in your, you know, in your favor. And, uh, I think I've told you, uh, I've told you my stories of, uh, never, ever tell you my story about my first webinar and how many people showed up, Ginger? Have you ever heard I don't think I've heard that one. No. So my very first webinar, I was scared to death, right? I was really, really scared. And I thought, I'm going to do it. So I invited all these people. And very first one, I think it was 2003, if I remember right. So webinar, go to webinar, had just come out. Yeah. Couldn't listen on the computer. You had to dial in by phone, right? It was the old way. And uh, and they didn't have the cameras working then. So it was strictly PowerPoint, right? right. And uh, so my very first one, guess how many people showed up? Two. 
No, zero. Really? Yeah. And I did it anyway. Yeah. Good. Right? I went, All right. I'm going to do this again. Right. And I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll invite better. I'll get better at it. Right. So I did my second one. Guess how many nice. now? Guess how many showed up my second one? Hopefully more than zero. No, it was zero again. Again. And and now you know, and, and then I went, all right, I, I, I know I'm onto something here, right? I know I'm onto something. You know, Scott hanging out with Scott, learning this, you know, uh, uh, one to many uh, concept. I knew I had something there. And so I thought, uh, man, it was, and it was my worst fear, you know, hold a party, nobody shows up. Right. Yeah. Nobody's like, God, I'm like, so I thought, all right, I drove down to my mother's house about 50 miles away. And I said, mom on Thursday, right. My mom loves me. I love my mother. Right. I said, mom on Thursday, I, I, I've been doing this. I'm doing it again next Thursday. <laughs> I, I, I've been doing the presentation full out anyway, just for the practice. But I just love to have at least one person on just to see what the panel looks like when somebody shows up and, you know, just to give me a little bit more confidence, right? And I, and I said, I'm gonna have Johnny, my brother, he's gonna come by and help you set it up and you two will be on and, and, and you know, you give me some feedback on what it looked like and give me a little bit of confidence. Somebody showed up, right? So now, and my mother said, of course, you know, honey bun, that's what she calls me, honey bun, of course I'll do that, right? <laughs> so now my third one, I invite a bunch of people, including mom, of course, guess how many show up to my third one finally? Three. No. Zero again. My mom forgot. She forgot. Oh <laughs> she forgot. And it was like, dang it. But I did it anyway. And now if you fast yeah. forward. So now I mean, we're three, three times, three strikes, which most people would be like, I'm done. Risk right? looking stupid. Risk looking stupid. You know, and but so well, because by the time people started showing up, you had all your practice runs in. And I was, you, I was, uh, you were a rock star. I was, <laughs> I was swinging that nine iron like Tiger Woods, you know, because <laughs> so, and now if you fast forward, I'm glad I did that because I've had, I don't know, a couple hundred thousand literally loan officers on my webinars in one fashion or another uh, on these things. And, mm. um, Gosh, I'm glad I didn't quit. You know, Ginger, I'd have never met. We're, you. we're glad you didn't quit too. Yeah, I, and, I, and Scott, I've never met Scott. And Scott's been such a, both of you have been such an inspiration to me over the years. I wouldn't have met virtually anybody that I know now. Yeah. And uh, my brother, Scotty and, and Steve and Tammy. And, you know, just none of this stuff would have happened. So yeah. risk looking stupid, risk looking stupid. Well, and I think, you know, one of the things too, and you think about that, had you not gone forward, um, if you would have said, Hey, you know what, obviously I don't, people don't want to hear my message. People just like, if you would have left that. And, and for me, I think of such an incredible impact you have had Carl on our industry on so many people on their lives and truly changing their lives, not just financially, but in terms of leadership and emotional and, and the camaraderie that you have created with everything you've done. If you would have quit, we wouldn't have any of that. Okay. And so, you know, that impact, you know, you think about what if, and you were afraid, did it anyway, right? You weren't sure if it was going to work, did it anyway. And so, you know, you believed and you kept charging forward. And Deborah Smith actually just, you know, posted onto our chat, keep charging forward. Do yes. it in spite because the impact you have made on so many people's lives has been incredible. So, well, you, know, you, know, you know, so I was, I was thinking about this just as you're talking and, and like, I think, all right, if I wouldn't have done it, I'm, I likely, my, so my daughter just finished school 
uh, which was a little over $500,000 for her tuition. It was medical school. So literally that four years literally was about $500,000, right? Serious money. There was zero chance I could have afforded that, you know, if I hadn't have done this. And then if I hadn't have done, if I couldn't afford it, I guess she wouldn't have gone. And if she wouldn't gone, she wouldn't be an MD today. Mm-hmm. And then she wouldn't have met the, what I think is going to be the man of her dreams. Like she met this, uh, uh, another med student while in school. He's just the nicest. I couldn't, if he ends up being a son-in-law, I couldn't pick a better one. Nice. Like I couldn't handpick a better dude. Right. I just love this guy. He's just awesome. None of that, like mm-hmm. none of that would have happened. So it's not just, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't get the Rolls Royce, you know, so to speak, or, 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 or whatever that thing is that you mm-hmm. want. And no, no, it goes way more than that. It goes to nice. my family and my friends and what they wouldn't have. And, you know, this ripple effect, you know, building the school down in, uh, or not the school, building the, the Center for Battle Women down, yep. in, down in Columbia, that wouldn't have happened. I wouldn't have met John Hinks, Camp Cole, this, this yep. camp for, uh, uh, you know, disabled uh, children, where they have thousands and thousands of kids, that wouldn't have happened. Like, it's yep. all this, you know, so you have to, yeah, risk looking stupid and and, well, and don't, don't let my own fears keep awesomeness for happening to other people. The, the other lesson I, I think I really would love people to pull out of this because I, I've had very, very similar experiences, Carl, and, and even with in-person homebuyer workshops mm-hmm. where like three people show up mm-hmm. and you're ready. But on the one particular one where I had three people show up, I ended up doing business with two of them. I didn't cancel the event. I just did it. Uh, and it was a very intimate affair. But what I really want to point out, and this is this is this is probably more specific to something like a video or a content marketing, like what we're talking about, and it's managing expectations because video is not put in a quarter, get out a gumball. Return on investment is really more about return on relationship, return on um, familiarity, return on exposure. It's, it's, there is not a dollar for dollar return because the monetary returns are exponential, but they can potentially be delayed. They're most often going to be delayed. If you would have quit because nobody showed up after two, we wouldn't have Carl White today. And that would be an absolute tragedy. So just because nobody showed up, it's not worrying about not looking stupid. You didn't look stupid because nobody showed up, right? And nobody knew. So you definitely (laughs) didn't look stupid, but you knew you were onto something. So when you see people like me and Ginger and Carl and, 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 Jason Frazier and Frank talking about how important it is to invest in some of these longer term strategies uh, like video. Uh, It's so important to keep going, even though um, you're not going to do one video and close one loan. But I've talked to a lot of people that created one or two videos and then stopped And then six months later, they got a loan and they said, oh my gosh, I wish I would have kept going, right? Because there's something out there for somebody. Because once you create video, it's always out there. Your audience is never who shows up when you do it. Your audience is who sees it once it's out there when we're we're talking about video. So that that was an incredible story, Uh, Carl. There's so many great lessons in that. And, uh, and man, I'm so glad you kept powering through. Yeah. <laughs> well, only because I hang out with cool people like you, I'll, I'll, I'll can decide only because I hang out with cool people like you and, 
And I see, you know, great things happening for you and Ginger. And I go, well, you know, if I, if I do the same things, same things will happen. Right. And we all have that benefit now Mm -hmm. 10, 12 years ago, we didn't have a lot of those people that we could look at and say, Oh, they're doing this really successfully. And all this stuff we're talking about with video. Yeah. Video has been around for a while, but it's never been this easy. And there's never been so many people doing it that we can get the support, we can get the guidance, we can easily access somebody like Ginger at a very, very reasonable cost to execute on these things where our easy stops. You know, it's easy for me to talk. It's it's not as easy for me to get it published, put online, and promoted. Right. So then you find your 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 who. So. Yeah, really, really good. Good Good stuff. Excellent. Well, we'll go ahead and close it out. We want to thank everyone for attending, for um, listening. And Carl and Scott, thank you. It's always good to see you. And I appreciate all that you do. And uh, so look, we are taking what we have for our videos and we actually have now produced them into a podcast, a real podcast. So I'll be having information out about that because we've had some people say, hey, you know, I want to listen to some past episodes. So we've turned them into podcasts. So we'll put them out there and uh, and then let us know what we can do as far as getting other people on content, where your questions are, where your challenges are, because our goal is to be able to help you do more video. So thanks, guys. And we'll see you next week. Bye.